0: Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and I am so honored to be here with you today. And I'm also excited to be coming to you streaming live on the Rise Up For You Facebook page. So, super excited about that. And as always, we are on all of the podcast platforms Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. We have almost 400 episodes now. So, super excited. So, if you haven't had a chance to subscribe, please subscribe to that, to our podcast, and also like our Facebook page, Rise Up For You, so you'll get notifications when I'm going live with these awesome interviews. Now, as always, this podcast has been here to serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. So if you haven't already grabbed your free Becoming Your Best Self starter kit yet, you can do that a couple ways. You can go to our website, Rise Up For You, com and grab it there or you can text rise podcast that's all one word rise podcast to seventy nine, seventy nine, seventy nine. and we as always we love to support you both personally and professionally so i'm super excited for today's guest diana sabatino now diana has had many titles in her life from c-suite executive consultant trainer mentor strategist business owner but my favorite is my friend. She is absolutely awesome. You're going to love this interview. She has over 40 years experience and she started her career and spent 13 years as a director of sales and training for a fortune 100 company. After leaving the corporate world, she founded 3D Management, an international consulting company that led her to spend three years in Ireland and five years serving business clients domestically. Upon arriving back, she followed her passion and established a luxury brick-and-mortar jewelry company, which grew to a multi-seven-figure business. And today, she holds the position as Executive Managing Managing Director of E-Women Network, an international organization supporting business owners and entrepreneurs, while being the CEO of her core business, Excel Performance, a training and sales development group. So, without further ado, please welcome Diana Sabatino. Hey, girl. Hey, Leanne. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely, I'm super excited. I just I'm so excited reading your bio and uh, just sharing you with the world. It's just oh. so much amazing work, and I want to just just dive into really right. what you know, what you're doing now, what you're passionate about, and what you are seeing. In the business world in 2020. <laughs>
1: well, as as you know, I'm I'm everything about sales, right? I, I love sales. I I support my entrepreneurs with their sales uh, and my corporations in building sales training. Uh, so sales is is everything for uh, for me, and I think in every business. But um, I think right now, what the biggest challenge has been for everybody, including myself, is you know shifting, doing that reinvention really trying to figure out how we can continue to serve our clients because, you know, even though we're going through this, uh, this pandemic worldwide, all of us still need to run our business and we still need to serve our clients. So how can we do that? So I think we're all trying to answer those questions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's dive into that because I know uh, there are people struggling. There's people closing businesses. I mean, things, you know, every month we don't know what's next. If we're going to be open, shut down, what's happening. Um, Right. What would be some things, because I know you are just a networking guru, the E-Women Network is an amazing (laughs) organization. You're such a connector, which I love that. But what do you think now more than ever people need to do to connect and build those relationships? Well, I think there's a number of things that we can do. But I think
1: first and foremost, we have to remember um, what sales truly is all about, you know, is about building those relationships. Our first step in in any sales process, or to help us build our business, is to connect with people. So if you think about it, Leanne, I mean, we're all in the exact same business, right? Uh, no matter what our business is, if we're a financial planner, a travel agent, a coach, whatever our our services are that we offer, we're all in the same business. We're all in the people business, right? So number one, we have to build those relationships, and in addition to being in the people business, we're also all actually have the exact same product and the product is transformation, right? We're all trying to get our clients from where they're at now to where they wanna be. So I think it's, it's really, thinking about um, how we want to make those connections. And, and normally the uh, traditional way has, you know, we've been networking. We, we'd go to different events and trade shows and, you know, either show our products or be able to interact with people. And we still can do that today. It's just now utilizing all the technology and the platforms that will
0: still allow us to show up in the most favorable light. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, Thank goodness we have all these platforms. If this happened in the '80s, you know things would have been a lot different. So we do, 100%. yeah, we can totally leverage on these platforms and uh, be able to still, you know, connect, which is which is beautiful. But let me let me go back a little bit to to sales because I know you are the sales guru. I know you love talking about sales, but there's so many people that feel. Like ick, like ooh, I don't want to. Like our friend Molly Mahoney always says, I don't want to be a salesy weirdo. Like how do I? You know, like, like how do I, you know, share what I, I know can help somebody without being that salesy weirdo? You know, so what what are some things you could share about that? It Maybe helping people change that mindset.
1: Well, I think that that part of it is the mindset of you know I I would say instead of thinking of if the word sales bothers you. Um, Think of sales as being a good leader, um, a good problem solver, a good connector, right? Um, Think about it as, you know, if you had your very best friend and they were in need of something, you would want to share. If you had something that could help them, you would want to share with them, right? So I say, you know, think of it as being a good leader. If you want to be a good leader, a good problem solver, a good connector, a good speaker, a good manager, Right. You have to be good at sales. We all have to master sales to master business, right? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you know, without sales, we don't we don't have a business. So how can we feel comfortable? And I think first and foremost is we've got to stop telling and start asking.
0: Mm-hmm. you know
1: i I always say that um, your success isn't going to come from, you're telling and and presenting your success is going to be how good you are at asking how curious you are how interested you are in that other person and in their needs and the more information that you're able to obtain the better position you are then to share what your recommendation is and that it will be received much differently than if you go in and just start telling People, why they should work with you, or telling people why um, you know you're in business. In all honesty, they don't care. (laughs) They don't care. Um, They care about them. Like think about all of us right now in this situation. We're all trying to figure out how we can continue to serve our clients. So you know you need to be asking people those questions. The first, you know, you're making those calls you should be talking to your clients and saying you know hey how is this how is this affecting you what's happening in your business how are you handling that what strategies are you starting to put in place to address this where where are those gaps for you where do you need help how can i support you right those are the kind of things that you want to start to find out the more information you can find out from others, um, the more interested they'll be hearing, uh, wanting to hear what what you have to say.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. I love the, you know, the asking the questions and how can I support you? That's such a powerful question. And, and like I said, I think sometimes we get so either nervous or wrapped up in what, what we want to put out there that we don't listen. I have a funny example of that. When I was um, many, many years ago, I moved somewhere and I was joining a gym. And mm-hmm. I went to the gym and took a tour. And I was telling him that, you know, I, I always do more weightlifting and I love the weights. And I usually train where the guys train. And that was, just, you know, but he kept wanting to lead me to the aerobic room. Like he kept me like, oh, you know, these great classes. I'm like, yeah, I'm not a class girl. And then to back, okay, we have great classes, you know. So it's like his own bias was he wasn't listening to what I was saying, you know. So that's like the biggest thing is to listen first. A
1: hundred percent, a hundred percent. And not just listen, but, you know, listen and start to think in your own head. Don't, a lot of times we listen, we hear something. We hear somebody say those words and you go, I can help them. And we go right into present mode. You have to stay in that space of asking, of continuing to ask. So go deeper. Most salespeople, that's where they have the most problem. It's not that they don't ask good questions is this they don't ask enough good questions mm. they don't go deep enough when they hear one thing they go right and and we all we all are are uh, definitely not uh, immune to that right yeah. um, we go right into present mode instead of saying oh well that's interesting i have some ideas on that but tell me more mm. share with me a little bit so how is that happening what because that's not working, how, what's how is that affecting your service? How is that affecting your delivery? How you know, and go deeper, because the more information you can find out, the, the better you can not only leverage your products and services, but the more you can actually help that client, the more ingrained you are, the more you become that trusted advisor, that person that's guiding them in the right direction, that person that becomes an extension of their business, instead of someone that just flew in and sold one thing and and left, right? You want to be in there for the long haul, it's so hard for all of us to get a client, right, the time and effort that it takes to get a client, make sure that you're spending that same time and effort when you have the opportunity to find out more about them, so that it just positions you better, not only for that moment, but in the future, and and really does do what we all want to do. And that's help our clients,
0: right? Absolutely, absolutely. I think the client retention side is so, so important, because, you know, I know it's happened to me, and, and maybe you where you you know, you sign up for something, you do something, and then the minute you're in, it's kind of like, wait w- where they go you know it's like <laughs> where they found? you know they're on to the next prospect or whatever you know so yeah, it, can, it can really um leave a sour taste in your mouth about it you know 100 percent.
1: and i think the goal too is i mean that's how you build a business that's you know people talk about referrals and testimonials you know um You know people buy there's a couple different needs uh you have the identified need these are the needs that like maybe you uh your client has contacted you this potential client has contacted you and they need your service they know they need it and so now they're just calling you they want to find out the information and the price right yeah that kind of if you think about it that's like clerking a sale like in my mind that's like they know what they want, they know their problem, they know what they want, now they're just trying to source the best the best price, the quickest delivery, whatever that case might be, the most bells and whistles, right? right. So you have a very limited scope of opportunity to make that sale happen, right? Yeah. Then you have the person that maybe you've talked to and you they know they have a problem but they don't know their solution. So you have an opportunity now to guide them and direct them. So you have a much better opportunity to close that sale because now you're bringing more value, right? Right. To that that delivery, but you still wanna go deeper because the best thing you can do is be sitting in front of a client who maybe came in saying, I know I need this, I know my solution. And then you've asked some key questions and you've uncovered some things that they knew were a problem, but they didn't know how to solve it. So now you've brought something additional to the table. And then if you can go even deeper and you can identify a problem that they didn't even know that they had right? and you have a solution, now you have become that trusted advisor, that consultant, that extension of their team. Um, so you are very ingrained into the business model so not only do you have the opportunity to make the sale, you have the opportunity, to the mo- most impact, the greatest opportunity for that client. And that person's going to be singing your praises and referring everybody to you because you did over and above, right? You brought more to the table.
0: Yeah, I think that that's, that's key, especially now. I mean, it's, it's going deeper in that relationship, asking the key questions, understanding, you know, what's keeping them up at night? Like what, are you in what is, you know, what, what is it? Cause oftentimes they can get this product in multiple places. Right. But it's like, yeah. well, you know, you going that extra yard uh, makes a difference, you know? So you talked about, yeah. um, you know, how can I support you? What are some probing questions that you like to use that you find will help open up, you know, especially a corporate leader, someone who, you know, does want in your case, you know, sales training and, and to mm-hmm. get them to actually, you know, listen to what you have to say. Well, I think there's there's uh two rules of thumb. There's
1: no like magic questions. I mean, you want to know about their current environment. You want to know uh, their decision-making process. You want to know um what their budgets are. You want I mean, there's a lot of like basic things that you want to sure. know, right? Sure. But I think ideally the best advice I could give to anyone in helping you prepare the right questions is that you need to do the front-end homework. You know, people ask me all the time, uh, Leanne, they'll, and they'll say, you know, Diane, give me the best closing techniques. What's a great closing technique? How can I ask for the sale, right? right? <laughs> um, and, you know, my answer is always the same. It's, it's not about what you say at the end. You can say, give me your money, right? Yeah. I mean, like literally, I mean, it doesn't matter how you ask for the business. Right. It's all about the work you did on the front end. Um, going into a client, it's not going in and saying, tell me about your business. Because to be honest with you, I don't know about you, but I get calls all the time, even on LinkedIn and and these different platforms where people say, oh, you know, I need to talk to you. I can help you do this. And the first thing they say, I want to learn about your business. Well, to be honest with you, I don't have the time to teach you about my business. Now, if you have something valuable that you think you can provide me, Mm -hmm. I'm interested in that. Um, So you need to do a little homework and find out if you don't know the client, then find out about the industry Um, and and bring some things to light to saying, hey, I work with a lot of people in um, professional service industry and a lot of my clients are finding this as being a great challenge. I would love to chat with you to see if I could help you in this arena or if you're experiencing the same things. So then that that initiates that conversation. I don't think it's so much the questions that you ask once you're in there. I think a lot of people have a hard time even just getting the attention
0: of the potential uh, client, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I I love that. Wouldn't it be great to go in and say, let me tell you about your business,
1: right? And it's not that you're going to be an expert of their business, but you want to go in with some information. That, you know, like right now, one of the things... um, that a lot of my clients are finding, you know, coming from they're used to doing networking and connecting with their clients one on one, meeting them at events. Now they're online. So they're like, well, how do I have that same kind of conversation, Diane, with them to get on a Zoom call or to get uh, some time with them so that I have the opportunity to find out more and do that? Um, and, a, and a lot of that is is doing your homework. Um I, I had a client the other day and what we've been working on is she actually put together and found some articles for specific industries of things that are happening in the industry today. And she had some potential clients she wanted to connect with. So we put together a, um, uh, a, a post that she is sending off to them, but it's not, Hey, I want to talk to you about your business. It's like, um, hi, my name's Diana. I am a, I, I help people in this industry right Mm -hmm. um thought you might be i i had an opportunity to take a look at your profile and your and your company and i understand you guys are looking to achieve this this year thought you might be interested in this article and it had nothing to do with her business had nothing to do with just a give just something to capture attention Mm -hmm. and put her in a different space than the guy that's saying um you know, hey, I need to talk to you. Have you, you know, have you taken a look at your website today? You know, right, <laughs>
0: right, right. right.
1: So I think it's it's really trying to differentiate yourself. And especially right now, um, there's some great opportunities to, to do that using technology, using video. I mean, I leave video messages from my clients, um, you know, or people that I want to connect with or even an audio message, not a voicemail but an actual mm-hmm. audio text message, um, is just a, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, was saying, Hey Leanne, it's Diana. I'm super excited to be on the show. Please send me, you know, any information that I need so that I can be on time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's just, uh, to, you know, I want to connect or I'm looking forward to our call. People hear your voice. And it's, it's interesting how many people will connect with you, uh, more than just a, you know, just a text just a, a standard text So just yeah. from ideas Yeah.
0: I love that. That's such a great yeah. idea. Sometimes we don't think about that, but you're right. I mean, words are only 7% of communication, right? So it's like right. if you're emailing or just texting. Okay. It's just words on a paper, but when they can hear your tonality and your excitement and your enthusiasm and your voice, it makes a difference. A hundred percent. And, you know, if you want people to take an action,
1: um, And this is for anything, you know, I mean, people have to feel or believe something about you, your product, your service for them to do what you're going to ask them to do. And depending on how big the ask is, is also going to determine how big, how much they have to feel or believe about you. Right. If I'm just asking you to call me back, you just might have to feel that there's something worthwhile or that we have some kind of mutual agreement that there's a reason for us to have a call. But if I'm asking you to spend $25,000 with me, you're going to have to feel that I'm the best solution that's going to meet your problem, right? So the, the bigger the feel or the belief. But they have to feel or believe something before that. And a good way to get people to feel something or believe something is also to use a number of the different senses. So you want them to hear your voice they want them to see you you want to have the written word you want to have a di- a lot of different ways that you're connecting with those individuals
0: oh that's so great yeah
1: that's so great simple right simple we can do it simple stuff. <laughs> simple stuff and you know we're all trying to reinvent right and we we can't sit back right now and wait uh for this all to go back to normal because honestly it's it's not it's never going to be the normal that we we knew it's right. going to be a new normal, and yeah. I'm sure it's going to change again. Even once we all get back in person, it's going to shift again. Mm-hmm. Um, but one great thing about entrepreneurs and business owners is we're resilient, right? We're, we're, we are resilient. That's that's why we're entrepreneurs. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're willing to take those risks. We're willing to chart un-territ- uh, uncharted territories, right? <laughs> so um, here we are. So we're all, we will thrive. We will thrive, but we can't sit on our laurels and wait. We have to be taking those actions.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely the truth, because I think that we can um, go down the rabbit hole of, of, you know, depression or feel like, oh, like, you know, things are over. My business is done. But but to be able to, to look outside the box and be like, no, I can still do this. I can, you know, seek out groups like eWomen, like, you know, be yeah. able to network with people that can help and and on the business side you know being able like you like being able to give us some ideas okay how do we go deeper how do we follow up better how do we network better in you know in the changing uh, you know atmosphere that we're in right now hundred
1: percent a hundred percent yeah it's uh it, it's very interesting though too even with the networking like even with e-women um You know, I think at first we all, you know, it's all something new. You're taking everything that we were doing in person and putting it online. But we made the shift really quickly. And one of the greatest things I think has occurred uh, with everything COVID, although there's so much tragedy around it, There's also been some silver linings in the fact that we're able to really expand our reach. You know, we've always been able to go to chapters everywhere as a member. But now we can actually go there in a minute. Right. We don't have to get in a car and drive. We don't have to get on a plane. Uh, You know, we can connect with entrepreneurs, small business owners everywhere. And all of us can do that Um, in any business. We businesses aren't local anymore. We're all global businesses. If you can serve your client, um, you have a service or a product that can have that reach. You are now a global business. You know you're no longer that uh, that store around the corner. You are you are a global business. So in, and and that's allowed us to do this with the technology, which has been amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think that's the biggest thing too. Is is um, is the innovation and to. Be able to back to the mindset, right? Be able to see yourself, maybe in a little different role, or using different techniques, or, or you know, a lot of possibilities. People, yeah, yeah the possibilities. So where you were afraid of technology in the past, and nah, I don't want to know anything about now. It's like, okay, I have to step up and do it, and then you realize, mm-hmm. okay, it wasn't really that hard. We just thought it was hard, you know. <laughs> well, what do, they, what do
1: they say? What's the saying? It's it's only impossible until it's done, right? Yeah. It's only possible until it's done. Once it's done, then it's no longer impossible. So, you know, it, and that's true of even this situation. I think what we thought, oh, my God, I don't even want to deal with that or I could never do this or this wouldn't work for me. Um, we're all finding out that there's a lot more that we can do and utilize. And I think it's allowing us to really grow in
0: a lot of different ways. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I love this conversation. It's so great. And I want to now segue into our power questions that we always love to ask our guests. Okay. So the first right. one is, what is right? No, they're not scary. I promise. <laughs> what is uh, one book that has had a massive impact on you? Oh, wow. OK,
1: so I probably two books, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, Stephen Covey and mm-hmm. um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And because they both to me have a very similar message. Um, Stephen Covey is the one who says, seek first uh, to be understood, be far, yeah, to be understood um, or to understand before you're understood. Right. So asking those right questions and um, Dale Carnegie too always put people first, find out about others, right. Take more interest in others. And I think that's a key um, not only in sales, but in in life, in business, in, you know, in relationships.
0: Yeah. That's what's so great about so many of those, you know, just tried and true books, right. They just, they, it's not just one Part of your life, it, it can yeah. you know help you flourish in all areas. So yeah, um, I think
1: I read those in the seventies, like literally. <laughs> yeah, but they've they've filtered through for throughout my whole life and career. I've used those principles. Yeah,
0: beautiful, yeah. beautiful. How about one quote that you live by? If you always do what you always did, you'll always get what
1: you always got. It's a uh, um, old southern proverb right mm-hmm. and i always say you know if you always do what you always did you always get what you always got can mean hey if you're successful today if i continue on the same path i'm going to continue to get success but you only get the same level of success so you have to shift you have to change you have to evolve so that you can then move to the next level so and absolutely I love that.
0: absolutely yeah. that one too how about you <laughs> If you could leave the world with one final message, like your golden nugget, what would that be? I I have to
1: go back to, you know, um, putting others, uh, taking interest in others, building really great relationships. Uh, I think that's the foundation to living a good life. You know, whether it's being having people around you that um, that support you um, or it's it's building relationships to. Uh, in your life, in your family, uh, with with your uh, spouse uh, and family members, or mm-hmm. it's building relationships to build good businesses. And overall, just being a, a good person, right? Yeah. And being a contributor, making an impact, making a difference in other people's lives.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, how can we before I ask my last question, how can okay. we uh, support and uh, find
1: you? Oh, okay. So um, you can uh, definitely connect with me at Diana at ExcelPerformance.com and it's E-X-S-E-L-L, ExcelPerformance.com. Or you can, I have a free gift uh, for everybody. uh, If you want to post that, Um, it's uh, strategies for successful networking. And you can just go to www.MasteringSales.info and um it'll give you a free download of the five strategies for
0: successful networking so it might give you some ideas or tools to use fantastic thank you for that okay our last question as you know okay. we are rise up for you so when you hear that phrase rise up for you what does it mean to you um
1: rise up to me means you know making sure that we're standing up for more that we're, whether it's getting back on our feet, like if I'm thinking of the pandemic right now, like rise up, get back onto your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's it's really helping, helping others to take those steps or ourselves and being the people, rising up and being the people that we're supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. Looking at those possibilities. You know, we, I think we've all, um, Taken on the entrepreneurial uh, route or our business route because we want to impact more. So I think we have to each and every day um, stand for our core values, who we are, and and really strive to be the people that we truly want to be. Mm, beautiful,
0: beautiful. Diana, thank you so much for your your wisdom and your just knowledge and experience and everything that you've, you know, that you've done to get to this point in your life. That is just uh, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: I so loved being here. I always love seeing you and your beautiful face. And um, mm-hmm. thank you
0: for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Well, there you have it, Diana Sabatino. She is just amazing. And don't forget to grab her free gift. And also don't forget to grab our free gift at Rise Up For You. So remember, you can do that two ways. You can go to our website, riseupforyou.com and grab your um, Becoming Your Best Self starter Kit there. Or you can text... Rise Podcast two seventy nine seventy nine seventy nine, and you can get your starter kit there because, like I said, we always love to support you both personally and professionally. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and to like our Facebook page so you know when I'm going live. And please comment too; let me know uh, your biggest takeaway from this uh, from this podcast, from this episode. What resonated with you most? Because um, we will go back and look at that in the Facebook group, and love you to um, be a part of our conversation. So thank you so much and have a beautiful day.